Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network. A busy day. You got playoff baseball underway. Speaking of playoff baseball, don't bet it until you listen to the VSIN Daily Baseball Bets podcast hosted by our very own managing editor over at VSIN.com, Adam Burke. It is a Tuesday. That means Adam Burke joins us here. He's live on set. We appreciate his effort getting there. Downtown, the D. He's excited about the F1 traffic, just like everybody in Las Vegas, as we say hi and welcome you back. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Berkey, let's, I, I know you got plays tonight. You've got week seven college football schedule and situational betting spots over at vsin.com. Let's start here as we say hi. Nice to see you. Let's start here. We jocked Sonny Gray coming into this matchup, and all of a sudden Houston and Abreu dropped, jumped all over the Twinkies in, uh, in the top of the first, 4 nothing right now, bottom three. Yeah, I mean, Sonny Gray had a really, really good season. And, you know, he only allowed eight homers throughout the course of the regular season. And he's allowed one here so far today. And, you know, Jose Abreu hitting the big three-pointer off of him in the first inning. That's always a tough thing, you know. And, and a guy like Sonny Gray, though, he's going to settle in. He's probably going to give, him, give his team a chance here in this game. I, I think the bigger issue is, you know, the Twins really haven't done a whole lot with Christian Javier. They've already struck out five times in two innings. That was the concern that I had on them coming into this game was they led the league in strikeouts and strikeout percentage by a very large margin. If there was anybody that was going to be able to make Christian Javier look like the Christian Javier of last year, it could be Minnesota. And so far, that's been the case here, you know, through the first uh, handful of batters. Do you, and again, the boys are still alive, first five, under four and a half. We're grasping. We are grasping, but we are hanging in there. Uh, speaking of grasping, the Orioles have had a magical season. Does it come to an end tonight? At the Rangers, Evaldi's been very good, as you know it, and it's a mercurial team, right, with the Rangers. I'm curious to hear your take on this matchup tonight. You've got a $1.38 right now and a total of nine with the Rangers laying it. So I, I, there's a lot going on in this game to try and figure out. I mean, first of all, I don't know if you guys have talked about it or not, but Dean Kramer is an Israeli-American. He does have family in Israel. There's been you know some stuff written and reported about you know everything that's going on in his personal life, and Brandon Hyde went to him and said, hey, you know, are you okay to take the ball in game three? And he said yes. And, you know, he'll be doing so with a heavy heart and probably his mind 
in other places, and understandably so. That's a way, way bigger thing than baseball. But, you know, you don't really know how Kramer is going to perform with that. Also, he hasn't pitched since September 28th, so it's about a two-week layoff for him. So it's hard to know exactly how sharp he's going to be. Was much, much better in the second half than he was in the first half. Cut down his home run rate dramatically. Was a much more effective pitcher. And for Uvalde, I mean, look, that start in the wild card round largely came out of nowhere. Six and two-thirds. He had eight strikeouts through 98 pitches. In his six starts coming back in the month of September, he allowed 21 runs on 26 hits in just 20 and a third innings. So that came out of nowhere. I was on Tampa Bay in that game, laid the number, didn't come through. I don't know what Uvalde will look like tonight. There's one bet that I saw at DraftKings and in the legal U.S. markets that I'm, I don't believe we have out here. I looked around for it a little bit, didn't see it. There's a bet called both teams to score in the first three innings. It's one plus runs is plus 115 for both teams to score. I think that's a good bet for people who have access to that in that Orioles and Rangers game. But other than that, I had no play in this one, and I'll be curious to see if Baltimore can stay alive. It's a pretty good play there. I like that call. Potentially, you're looking at a third of the game. Baltimore and Texas really hit the ball well in game number two, as we saw scoring 19 runs. So pretty good opportunity here on that play. Big guy, you got anything there? I did not know the Kramer part of the story, which is a great job, Adam. Um, my expectation, and they, that bullpen hasn't been the same since Bautista went down. My expectation wasn't for Kramer to go very deep here. I actually went over team total Rangers four and a half big guy you got anything yeah my lean right now is on the Rangers I haven't bet it yet I probably will before the end of the show and end of the hour here I just think look I was with Adam I bet against Evaldi in that first game I thought he wasn't healthy he definitely proved to me that he was and I think that this is this is the type of game he was brought in to do he has postseason experience he won a ring with Boston I think he's here to win these types of games and Baltimore thus far because of the break because of winning their division and having that bye, they have not been able to get up for these first two games. The bats are kind of dead. And because they're so so inexperienced, I don't know if I trust them to do that today on the road. I, I think this is, real quick, I just want to add in, I think it's a great spot for Evaldi because there's not a lot of pressure. You've got a 2-0 lead. If things go a little bit sideways, you go to the bullpen. I, I just don't feel like it's a, a game five scenario where you're pitching where like you feel like every AB is going to be a killer. Well, and that's the thing about a guy like Kramer, too. I mean, you know, his first postseason start, and, and again, all the things I mentioned that are way, way, way bigger than baseball. But also, he's not a guy that can be all that dominant. He's sort of a finesse guy. He can't blow it past you. He can't reach back for 97, 98 miles per hour, something like that. That's not really his style. He's not a big strikeout guy. So that does kind of limit your margin for error a little bit as a pitcher, where a guy like Uvalde, he can rely on velo. He has throughout most of his career. And you can add an extra half tick or a full tick of velocity in the playoffs when you're not trying to keep your body healthy over six months. So that's another thing that I think kind of hurts Kramer a little bit in this game. Again, I don't want to lay it with the Rangers, but I wouldn't be shocked if this series is over tonight. Adam, Amal brought it up. I think it's a good point. I don't know if the Braves needed a spark, but what happened in that bottom of the eighth and then top of the ninth heading into game three? Look, I know most people were watching football last night, but that Phillies-Braves game yesterday was freaking unbelievable. It's tied up at ones now. You take a peek to tomorrow, and we're looking right now, twenty-two with Nola Lane and as we head back to Philly. Yeah, so, I mean, the Braves still, at least to my knowledge, haven't named a Game 3 starter as of yet. My guess is it's probably going to be Bryce Elder. 
Uh, maybe they use an opener in front of him to try and get through the top of the order, something like that. The thing for Nola is he doesn't have the same velocity that a guy like Zach Wheeler has or that some of those relievers out of the Phillies bullpen have. And Nola also has a pretty significant home run problem this season. And it's going to be relatively warm in Philadelphia, unlike what we're seeing here in this Minnesota game where it's an afternoon game with temps in the mid-50s, upper 60s, maybe low 70s. So I'm a little bit concerned about Nola in this start here for Philly. He's been nails in the playoffs by and large, but I don't necessarily love this matchup for him. That being said, I mean, I don't like Bryce Elder either. Allows a lot of hard contact. Doesn't give up the long ball so much, but gives up a lot of hard contact, can give up a lot of hits. Those can get strung together. Maybe, kind of look at this on the surface without a starter being named. I kind of lean towards the over, but that was a brutal one yesterday. I was on Philadelphia. I took full game instead of first five because full game was a much better number than Ooh. the first five. And to get beaten on a sweeper and a slider when you had so much success early in the game pumping high fastballs past basically every Atlanta hitter, didn't like those two decisions from those pitchers in those spots. Now, I know Hoffman, the numbers were out there about righties off of his slider this season. They were terrible, but Riley got one, and that's kind of what happened. That was a series-saving win without a doubt for Atlanta. And to Adam's point, Patrick, I feel like it goes the other way. That's a series-ending loss for the Philadelphia Phillies. Zach Wheeler was outstanding, 10 Ks. I think he started the first six hitters. He struck everybody out. And, gosh, guys, and I know, Dustin, you've talked about this, Patrick. You've talked about this. Berkey, you know this very well. When you look at that front four for the, uh, for the Braves, uh, Acuna, Albies, Riley, and Matt Olson, my God, you can't make a mistake in 16 at-bats any time during the game or somebody's going to launch one. This team is just so dangerous, and when you've got them on the floor and you've got an opportunity to knock them out and you don't do it, boy, it, you, this is the wrong team to give life to. Yep. Well, put, speaking of dangerous, all of a sudden the Twinkies, runners on first and second, nobody out. I just looked down, runners on first and second, two out. So still 4 nothing. Astros lead, bottom three. Adam Burke joining us there live at the D. So just like we wrote it up, the Snakes came to Los Angeles and took two. How about that? A couple of years ago, they lost 100-plus games, and now the Diamondbacks sitting 2-0 lead on the Dodgers headed back to Arizona, Berkey. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've certainly made better bets than Dodgers minus 205 for the series uh, in this one. I mean, what Arizona's doing is, I, I'm not going to call it unprecedented because it's not, but it's very unlike them. They've hit for a lot more power through their first four games of the playoffs here than they largely did at any point during the regular season. And power is really the name of the game in the playoffs. We just talked about the Braves. They had two monumental win percentage swings with those two two-run homers that they hit in last night's game. Home runs are demoralizing because the run environment is so compressed when you come to playoff time. And if you're giving up long balls, then that, that just you know, that, er that eradicates a lot of good hard work that you've done. The biggest issue here for the Dodgers is they're trailing by so much before they even come to bat. So I don't know what Lance Lynn's going to have in store, and Lance Lynn is a guy who gives up a lot of home runs. So I don't know what he'll have in store here going up against Brandon Fott. But for the Dodgers and, and you know for the Braves, at least for the first 15 innings of that series, you could see the impact of the layoff. And I know that there's been a lot made of this. A lot of people are saying, look, here's how teams have done with extra rest, and they're really good with it. That's fine, but a lot of those examples are during the course of the playoffs. They're not going into the playoffs, where the Braves haven't had to play a meaningful game probably since they played the Dodgers head-to-head. -head. The Dodgers haven't played a meaningful game since they played the Braves head-to-head. -head. Those teams were being asked to flip a switch after other teams who had been fighting for their playoff lives 
go and win the wild card round, it's a tough thing to do no matter how talented you are. Atlanta able to overcome it last night. The Dodgers, they weren't. So now their backs are against the wall here in game three. And, you know, if Arizona is able to win this thing with Fott and not have to use Kelly and Gallon again, all of a sudden that's a big positive for them because the Phillies will probably have to throw Zach Wheeler again and the Braves will definitely have to throw Strider again. Excellent points by Berkey in terms of where the Dodgers and the Braves fit in based on the layoff. But, guys, Mookie Betts, three for his last 33 in the postseason. He's really struggling right now for the Dodgers. They're going to need him if they're going to have any kind of chance. So I know Adam Burke is not a coffee guy. I don't know if that means he's completely not a caffeine guy, but big guy, you can tell he's got a little extra pep in his step. He's burning on Major League Baseball playoffs, right? Is that what the energy's coming from, Burke, today? Look at you. I think it's he's hit some bets recently. That's what <laughs> That's I think is. He smiled. It. <laughs> and then he got the big smile. Look at him. <laughs> I didn't know he had good teeth. at the Burke residence. <laughs> I didn't know he had teeth. Unbelievable. Would you like to confirm or deny, Berkey? I, I, boy, just because I'm a country music fan doesn't mean I don't have teeth. <laughs> AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Check out the picks at a glance, easily sortable. Follow host and guest, top VSIN experts leaderboard, and you can check out all our picks right now for introductory offer as low as 19 bucks. VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Of course, over at vsin.com, the managing editor is Adam Burke. So here's the deal. We've got hockey starting today, the regular season. We dropped our guide a couple of weeks ago. Uh, a week or so ago, we dropped our N NBA betting guide. 
little house cleaning. We've got our college hoops betting guide coming out on the 23rd, so less than two weeks from now. Mr. Burke, a busy time over at VEASAN.com. Yeah, busy time for sure. Amal actually looked at me before we started the segment, and he goes, do you ever have any time for yourself with everything that's going on? And honestly, no. I mean, the month of October is, is definitely very, very busy. The sports equinox is coming up, so that'll be something to keep an eye on. Spoiler alert, uh, over at VEASAN.com. But, yeah, I mean, our college basketball betting guide coming out October 23rd. We'll have conference previews for all of the conferences. We'll go a little bit deeper on the major ones than we do the minor ones. But we'll hit all 32 plus independents. There's only one independent team. Uh, we got some features in that guide as well. We'll have best bets, props from the staff and the contributors to that guide. So college basketball guide October 23rd, and the season starts two weeks after that. Tremendous. Great work by you and the whole crew over at vsin.com. You can go check it out. Remember, when you sign up and become a vsin pro, you get the picks, you get the guides, you get the tools, you get everything. And speaking of which, we had a little competition amongst the shows as far as sign-ups. Now, sharp money, full disclosure, we didn't win the contest, but we did win the drawing, which was randomized, Berkey. I don't know if you heard, but we ended up going Cincinnati Bengals who day. We shopped for the price for a $1,000 free roll from our buddy Bill A.D. We got... The Bengals at 40 to 1. Were you okay with that number? I, based on how Joe Burrow looked last week, I think it looks a lot better than it probably did before that because Burrow actually kind of looked like himself. Jamar Chase said he was going to be effing open, and he was and pretty much all <laughs> over the field. So, you know, he kind of followed through with what he said to the media after that previous game, and the defense looked a little bit better as well. Uh, Baltimore has issues. Cleveland has a myriad of issues, and so does Pittsburgh. So I don't think it's a bad free roll at all, and uh, – I, you know, on, on VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets, when I was talking about the promotion that was going on for subscribing for subscribing to the website, I told him to use the promo code SHARP. So oh, he's trying to get in on the money. Well, well, I don't, he's I don't, trying to get I, in. I felt like the congressman here was <laughs> saying, yeah, we, we'll see, but the bill's not going to get passed. That just felt like it to me. He was not signing off on that one. Do I get a piece of it? Then I'll sign off on it. Sure, we'll give of you course. 1%. <laughs> That's four. Of you get a piece of it. <laughs> yeah, of There's course. no doubt about that. Uh, write-ups over at vsin.com. We got college football coming up tonight. Adam, we joked as the show was starting. I feel like these uh, six teams I know better than Ohio State, Michigan, and Georgia. Coastal, App State, La Tech, Middle Tennessee State, Liberty, Jacksonville State. feel like we bet these teams a ton. Uh, why don't we start with Coastal and App State? You know, I was digging through App State. Think about them. Last week, a walk-off field goal to beat UL Monroe. They lost a double overtime thriller to North Carolina. They lost at Wyoming in a dramatic fashion when they should have won that game. This has been a weird year for App State. Here comes Grayson McCall and Coastal. App State, we've got them right now laying five and a half. You got a thought on this one? 61 on the total. At this point in time, I don't really have a thought. I thought that Coastal plus six and a half was relatively okay. That was a lean for me in that game. Coastal Carolina looks way different, though, with the coaching drop-off from Jamie Chadwell to Tim Beck. And, in fact, I actually wrote about this in the preview that I did for this game. So Grayson McCall this season has thrown six interceptions so far. Over his previous three seasons combined, he threw eight interceptions total. So Grayson McCall is not the same player in this offense. They've had some losses, too. They've had some guys at the wide receiver position that have moved on to the next level. But at the same time, I mean... App State's defense is really not good. You go up 40 to UL Monroe, that's a problem. So I think Coastal can kind of hang around in this game. A little bit surprised to see the total come down, but I don't have any kind of concrete play in this game. 
Guys, two okay. words for you when it comes to Coastal Carolina. And Dustin, you know this. Tim Beck. He was a problem. He is a problem. And he will continue to be a problem as long as you keep him as your head coach there. Dustin, you got anything on this one? Coastal I app? really wanted to find ways to back Coastal in the points. And they have just not been good. They're getting outscored by the teams that they were beating down the last few years. If I was going to look at a bet in this game, it's a big prop total. The running back for App State, uh, Nate Noel, his, his uh, rushing yard prop is at 105.5, which sounds insane. He's averaging 130 rush yards per game. They want to run the ball. They want to feed him. I think I would look at that prop, but it's a big number to get over. Coastal's never won at Boone. Have, have any of you been to Boone, North Carolina? No. No. Nope. Named after no. Daniel, I'm guessing? <laughs> Just freaking gorgeous. I, I don't know that answer. Dan Big Daniel, guy. Bob, or Brett? One of those three. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> hey, I can't quit the Bulldogs. La Tech, Louisiana Tech. I don't know about you, Berkey, but Middle Tennessee State. So, Anyway, I'm all went money line. I think I'm fine with it. The better team is catching three here, and it's not a very good team. We've watched them a lot this year. It's terrible on offense, although kind of balanced La Tech. Uh, a good pasty, which is what Middle Tennessee State wants to do. Uh, I took Louisiana Tech plus the three. It's going to be a hilarious game to watch if you're into that type of thing. 54 and a half on the total. Um, more power to you in this game. There's absolutely nothing I like in this game. My line's Middle Tennessee minus four and a half, but I don't like either one of these teams. I've bet against both of these teams as the season's gone along here. Um, but you're right. I mean, Middle Tennessee is very, very one-dimensional. They want to throw the football. It's about the only way they can move the football. They had over 400 passing yards last week and still lost 45-30 uh, to Jacksonville State in a really weird game. So I have no interest in either one of these two teams and no interest in this game tonight. Fair enough. It is disgusting. Big guy, uh, I'm, all, I'm all went money line, plus 130. Big guy, what do you got on this one? Under? Oh, I'm taking the points all day long in that one. I'm taking three with La Tech. I've watched them. They're not good, but neither is the other side here. Middle Tennessee can't score. They literally will drive down the field and stall out in the opponent's territory. They don't put the ball in the end zone. They don't really, despite how much they throw it, they're not a successful passing team. They don't make big plays through the air. A lot of their passes are very short out into the flats. I don't think they can hang if La Tech can put up a couple of big scores, which I think because they have a dynamic receiver and they like to throw the ball, I think they potentially could. I'll take those three points. Well, and to Dustin's right. point, Middle Tennessee is ninth in the country in pass attempts. They're 77th in yards per play. That's not how that should work. <laughs> that is paradoxical, to say the least. Two teams that are absolutely just stalwarts of the Conference USA. How about Liberty and Jacksonville State? Liberty's 5-0, straight up, 4-1 ATS. Jacksonville State, your boy Rich Rod, 5-1 straight up ATS, 3-0 straight up in ATS at home. This is an interesting matchup. We're showing seven. I'm showing six and a half in the market, so just a distinction here. Uh, we're looking at six and a half. Chadwell, we mentioned Coastal. He's got Slater, the quarterback. Rich Rod's throwing two quarterbacks at you with Webb and Smothers. Two very good defenses here. I don't know if you're leaning that way, but 58 on the total is a little elevated with two teams that want to run the football here, Adam. Yeah, I, I like Liberty under a touchdown here. If you can find one of those rogue six and a halves, I thought six earlier in the week was a decent bet here on the Flames. Jacksonville State just doesn't move the football. I mean, they're 103rd in the country in yards per play. Liberty is a top 10 offense. And 
Liberty's played a very, very weak schedule, so maybe that's got something to do with it. But Caden Salter's really picked up this Chadwell offense effectively. They can move the ball on the ground. They can move the ball through the air. I didn't really love their run-pass-play distribution last week where I thought they really could have scored more points than they actually did. So I think they can do that here today against Jacksonville State. It's a tough, de it's a tough offense to play against with all the pre-snap motion. They look for mismatches in space. Jacksonville State was an FCS team. I don't know if they have the skill on the outsides to kind of compete with Liberty here in this game. So I do like Liberty anything under a touchdown. Boys, anything from the two of you here? I, I did not touch this game, and Patrick is right about one thing, and, and I hate to admit this. I've literally seen these teams more tonight than I have the dogs. I've watched a lot of Jacksonville State. In fact, JVT still owes me dinner from week zero and winning our bet where I back Jacksonville State. I bet on them. I bet against them. Look, Zion Webb is like a seventh-year starter at quarterback. He came in in relief of Logan Smothers, who is one of the most inaccurate passers I've ever seen, get an opportunity to be a starter in college football. Uh, both these defenses are very good. I'm on the under. I'm also going to take Liberty in the first half minus three and a half because I think what we saw last week against Sam Houston State was a bit of an aberration from this offense. Thought they messed around too much instead of just doing what they do. I think they get right against Jacksonville State and they jump out to a lead and kind of coast. That's why I also like the under. Guys, quick stat yep. on Jacksonville State. They played a Saturday game September 23rd. Their next Saturday game is November 4th. Wow. Well, this whole league, yeah, this league is playing Tuesdays, yeah. Wednesdays all yeah. the time. I'm going to go with you on the under here. It's it's a disparate, It's kind of disparate as far as Liberty more deliberate, and then Rich Rod, you know what he wants to do as far as tempo. He wants to go, go. It feels like I don't have the tempo numbers, but it feels like Liberty's one of the slower teams in the country. Okay, 58 and a half. We'll go under there. We'll continue with Adam Burkett, an update from Minnesota. Playoff baseball underway. Of course, got another game going on later tonight as well. And we'll get to the NFL. What did we take away from last night's disaster in Vegas as the Raiders hold on? Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
All right, we got to take a break to talk about Zen nicotine pouches. Of course, here on Sharp Money, we're always debating who's number one, but Zen nicotine pouches are already there. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. Find your Zen at your local convenience store or online at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. As a warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We welcome you back here, Sharp Money. And the boys are sweating here, of course. We're not sweating. Uh, plated, plated four in the top of the first there in Minnesota. Under four and a half for the first five. Dustin Sweetelson has his hands, his head and hands. So I'm guessing something not good there. Big guy, go ahead. I don't know what happened because I wasn't watching. And then I turned around and I saw someone celebrating the dugout because they hit a solo homer. Yeah, Alex Bregman goes 353. I mean, if the, if the wall was five feet further, this thing is a fly out. Yikes. I hate baseball. Okay, so I hate baseball. Top of five, five nothing. The Astros lead the Twins. Adam Burke, Veasan managing editor, hanging out with the boys there at the D. Of course, Veasan daily baseball bets. It's a podcast. You can find Adam on Twitter at Skating Tripods. We mentioned hockey starts today. You can check out the guide, Veasan.com slash subscribe. NBA. We've got our college basketball guide dropping in 13 days. So a busy month. It doesn't get any better than this. And we were just discussing uh, right before you came on, Adam, the Pac-12. And, you know, we had Texas, Oklahoma last week. And I don't know, this one might be better. This, I, I couldn't be more exciting about a matchup. Uh, Oregon, Washington, two balanced teams. You've got Washington laying three. Got a big total, no surprise here, of 67. You have a take on this one with Oregon at Washington this Saturday? Well, my line's Washington minus three and a half, so a little bit higher than where the market is. I don't have a strong betting take on it. It goes without saying this is a very, very important game in terms of the national landscape. I think both of these teams are extremely well coached as well. Dan Lanning and Kalen DeBoer, I think two of the better coaches that we have in the country, especially with what DeBoer's been able to do there, uh, being reunited with Michael Penix and the offense that they've been able to put together. It's also the first really big test for both of these teams. I mean, you know, despite all the hype for the game against Colorado, we've come to find out that Colorado's maybe not particularly good. So Oregon blowing them out maybe doesn't mean as much as it kind of did at the time. Washington, to me, they really haven't been tested either. Um, you know, I mean, Arizona gave them a test, but we just saw Arizona give USC a test and maybe should have won that game. So I think we're just going to find out a lot about both of these teams, and, and this will be the kind of the start of the cannibalization of this conference where I think everybody's going to kind of beat everybody. Okay, boys, speaking of which, got another top 25 matchup. Uh, of course, UCLA, Oregon State. I'm curious to hear your number. We've got four in the market at DraftKings and 54 and a half. Would you set this number at, Burke? I have UCLA actually a half-point favorite in this game. I've been wow. very, very impressed with the Bruins here. Their defense is not only elite, it's also very, very much legit. And when you look at Oregon State, sometimes they have some really impressive numbers, but They've had some games where they've really not played throughout the first three quarters. I mean, that game against Washington State, they lost 38-35. That was a beatdown for the first three quarters of that game. Oregon State had 250 of their 420-something yards on their final three drives, all of them in the fourth quarter where they scored points. And then they didn't play a very good first three quarters in their last game against Cal. So, you know, to me, I don't think Oregon State is, is as good as the market is giving them credit for. I think UCLA is improving. The obvious concern, tough road spot in Corvallis. Dante Moore is still a freshman, still does make some freshman mistakes, as we saw last week at the end of the first half against Washington State. 
but that defense is really good. And Washington State's a great offensive team that they really held Cameron Ward in check last week. So I think UCLA is the better of these two teams, and I do like the Bruins in this one here, especially as this line's gotten up you know, well over the key number of three. By the way, just to add on to Adam's point here, and this is crazy to say, I almost trust Dante Moore, a freshman on the road in Corvallis at Reeser more than I do DJ Uyungle. Uyungle played well at Cali, had five touchdown passes. But, guys, previous three weeks to that, he had thrown four INTs. And, and Adam's right, Patrick. When you look at the defense, we talked about it earlier when we were assigning grades. This Bruins team has played very, very well, really should be 5-0. and In any game, you give up 14 points and seven by the defense. You've got to win that football game, and I think it's a great spot for them here on the road. If you're taking a look at the Bruins here, I, I think you have to look at the money line and play the money line. Yep, number one in total yards allowed in the Pac-12 for that UCLA defense. It's been the talk here in Los Angeles. It's a really good job, Brian Kelly, and Moore is going to be special. Again, four and a half in the market. Flip it for Adam Burke. He's got UCLA a half-point favorite, uh, so that gives you an idea of which way he is leaning Dustin, it does appear you're crestfallen after that Bregman home run. You going to recover? I don't know. I got like five other bets today to sweat out, so things could get ugly really fast on a Tuesday. Something I uh, will say real quick about this UCLA-Oregon State game here, if you are like me and you do like UCLA, this is probably a good time to bet UCLA to win the Pac-12 because they avoid Oregon, they avoid Washington, they play USC – in that annual rivalry game. And I think USC is very, very vulnerable, especially with that defense. So UCLA, the way the schedule shakes out for them after this game, they're at Stanford, Colorado at home. Then you've got Arizona on the road, Arizona State at home, the USC game, and then Cal. If you think UCLA wins this game, then 16-1 to 1 to win the Pac-12 is what they are over at DraftKings. And I'm sure there are better numbers out there in the market. That might not be a bad investment given the remaining strength of schedule. I think it's one of the point. best plays two to, we've two to had. 2-1 to on Washington, plus 2-10 on Oregon, and 16-1 to one UCLA. Go ahead, Amal. I, I apologize. I think it's one of the best bets anybody's brought up on this show ever. I mean, 16-1 to one when you look at the schedule. We, we know this defense is capable of slowing down Colorado. You get the two Arizona schools, and then um, they get Cal to close out the season. Last year, they lose to USC by three points. This team is far better defensively. USC is just as weak, if not weaker, they feel like defensively to me. I think this is a great bet that uh, Adam has pointed out. Didn't even think about this, but when you look at the schedule, Patrick, I think it's a great play. And then if you get to Las Vegas for the Pac-12 championship game, you bet the other side, and either you make a huge profit or you break even. Yeah, it's tremendous. 16-1 to over at DraftKings right now as far as the Pac-12 and UCLA. And you brought up USC. Can we have a conversation, Adam, about this football team? That was... Williams, Caleb wasn't even very good on Saturday night. I know Arizona is much improved this year, but that was – they should have lost that game at home on Saturday night. Lucky to win in overtime. Yeah, very lucky to win in overtime. And honestly, my number is a little bit high in the market on this Notre Dame game. I actually have Notre Dame minus five. Now, that doesn't account for the fact that Notre Dame, their gas tank might just be completely on empty after the games against Ohio State and Duke and then really just – they had nothing left in the tank in the second half during that game against Louisville. But I'm not impressed with USC. I mean, this defense Me continues either. to be bad. This looks like a Lincoln-Riley-Oklahoma team where, for whatever reason, I don't know if Alex Grinch has compromising photos of him or something, but he's not getting the job done as a defensive coordinator, and this team is in way too many games that are way too close for comfort. And honestly, if Jed Fish does what Jed Fish should have done and gone for two in the first overtime, we're probably talking about USC having lost that game. So... I'm just not impressed with, with the Trojans. Certainly I'm impressed with Caleb Williams, but 
but I'm not impressed with the Trojans on the whole because of the defense. Quick, quick follow-up, Patrick. Were you guys not completely shocked that Arizona chose not to go for two there? Well, and then Jed Fish didn't even know he had to go for two in the second overtime. So he, did you see him asking yeah. the official? Yeah. He was asking the official, like, what do I like? What, do I have to go for two here? He's yeah, not used to close games, guys. It's not his fault. I, I tell you what, Michigan State should hire Jed Fish. He's a tremendous coach, doesn't have the talent. When you look at the talent in the Pac-12, his roster is probably 10th, 11th. Yeah, but he's an Arizona alum, isn't he? I don't know if he's Arizona alum. I couldn't remember. He was at UCLA. He was the offensive coordinator for the Bruins. He's done a great job. Michigan State wants to compete. Go get a guy that can actually compete. These guys in the last couple of weeks have been in games they had no business being in. USC and then is of course, soft and then of front. course they're going oh, back. It's not in Arizona. And then they're going back to Jaden Delora this week, which makes no sense it's to not, me whatsoever. No, that doesn't make any sense at all. None whatsoever. Um, and USC, just to reiterate, soft up front, both offensively and defensively. Uh, it's real, not a very good football. Real team. question: After thinking he was an Arizona alum, please go to Jed Fish's Wikipedia and tell me why did Arizona hire him? Where's he from? Uh, he played at Florida. And he's mostly been in the NFL. We knew that, but at yeah. mi in college, Michigan, UCLA for a little bit. Like I think there was a Belichick the connection. There was some sort. Of, he had somebody was friends with somebody at Arizona. I can't remember. I know Lombardi was telling me about it because Lombardi's given speeches to the Arizona football team since Jed Fish got there. Fish is part of the Patriot triumphant, right? Wasn't he part of that Belichick? You're right. Crew? He was quarterback coach under Belichick in 2020. He's, he's not biological patriot. That's why he's coaching. Well, he's probably adopted. Okay. Um, all right. Arizona. Arizona's pretty good, actually. Um, quickly, 5 nothing right now as we – the boys lost out. Oh, goodness. What do we still have? Runners first and second? Is Sonny Gray still in there? I don't no, have they finally here, boys. They finally pulled him after he allowed Tucker to reach. Okay. All right, Adam's going to stick around. We've got the top 10 yet to come. We'll close some tabs. Also, uh, I want to get Adam's take on the Browns. It looks like Deshaun is a big-time question mark. P.J. Walker could be in for that start against the San Francisco 49ers coming up this Sunday. So we'll get Adam's take there. Also, what did he take away from the Packers and Raiders last night? Plenty to come. It is sharp money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.